Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast. It's Annalena here and I have the honor to have the amazing Sophie Frabotta with me here today. She has an internationally recognized spiritual life coach certification program which teaches seekers how to understand their spiritual awakening, do the deep inner work, to experience a sense of self-love and inner freedom so that they can authentically step into the role of becoming a spiritual life coach themselves. And her spin on how to do this spiritual healing work focuses on her own unique process, which is called the four hours method that I'm sure she will talk and tell us a little bit more about during our conversation. Um, and with a master's in transpersonal psychology and over here this 10,000 hours of one-on-one -on -one spiritual healing experience. Sophie works with ambitious students and clients to help bring freedom to all aspects of their physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies, which result in whole life healing and transformation. So this just sounds so amazing. I'm so excited to learn more about this. And um, we will actually talk about, in particular about moms today. So how to heal spiritually release the mom guilt and drop that perfectionism that we can fall into so easily so that you can become better entrepreneur as mom. So welcome, Sophie. I'm so happy to have you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. It's such a delight to be with you and hear about all you're doing as well. Yeah, we will, we will talk a little bit about that, about the human design as well, right? Um, but for now, I really would love to hear so you're a mom, right? You're a mom entrepreneur yourself. And this, this topic about, you know, dropping the mom guilt and the perfectionism, I'm, I'm sure that has been coming up for yourself a lot, right? So can you, can you tell us a little more about that being a spiritual teacher and healer? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's just really common that, you know, we as women do so much. Like I am amazed when I watch moms of two plus, you know, how they handle their load, the groceries, the house, the school, the homework, and then have a, a business or whatever on top. I mean, it's amazing what um, we can do as, as people, you know, not just women, there's, there's dads out there that are doing the same thing. Um, but I think the common thread that I see pop up with women so often is this, I'm not good enough. Mm. So I look at, at root wounds. That's the work I do. I don't necessarily look at the presenting problem. 
right? The presenting problem is what walks us in the door. It's what got us so annoyed or so frustrated or um, exhausted, but the root wound hides underneath. And what I have found is if we change the root wound, we change everything. Mm -hmm. Everything eventually, you know, you change the root, you change the fruit. So this, this um, mindset or this false belief that I'm not good enough appears as mom guilt. It appears as perfectionism. So like, let's take a look at that, right? So I'm not good enough. Therefore, what the decisions that I'm making to need to work and then need to make dinner and then not have the proper time to give to my kid ends up being I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. And what if we shifted that on a deep level with doing some inner work, not just replacing it with an affirmation, but we really shifted that to, I am enough. Mm. I am enough. So we're cooking dinner and we're enough. And maybe because we start saying we're enough, we call in our child and we start to engage while we're cooking. And that engagement creates connection and that connection creates meaningfulness. And all of a sudden, you're not in a space of I'm not enough. You're in a space of actually connecting with your kid. Yeah. So I love that. And I have a question because you were saying this, doing the inner work and not just putting on affirmations. Can you explain to the listeners, like, what's the difference between just saying affirmations? Because I can just try to pretend to tell myself, yeah, I'm enough, but my subconscious like, yeah, no, you're not right. I'm not really, it's, it's about really believing it. So how do you, and maybe you want to explain a little bit the four R's method, right? That's your approach, how you do that. So how does it work? Like, how do you get a person from deeply feeling, believing like I'm not good enough to I'm good enough and I'm rocking it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the fours method was a method that I created over the past, uh, two decades of working, not, not only with myself and my own inner work, but many, 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 many clients. And how does somebody go from what I call wounded, not broken. I don't believe anyone is broken, but we are wounded. We've been beat up. We've been bruised. We've been hurt, but we, nothing has broken us because we're still alive and living. So wounded, how do we go from wounded to free? And what is the actual process authentically that somebody walks through to get there? And I started to see themes appear on people's journeys. And so the four R's kind of came out of that. And the first phase is recognize. We have to recognize the real root wound. We can't just stay in the realm of circumstance, right? Like the circumstance is what gets us our attention, but the root wound, the false belief that it's touching is where we have to do a little bit of digger. Uh, deeper digging to find, okay, what's the real root wound? Kind of like how I explained, I'm not good enough mm. is more of the root wound. Then we move into the second R, which is release. And release is where I believe like a lot of traditional psychology stops, right? They're really good at the recognition phase. They can show you why you are where you are, but then what? A lot of my clients came from therapy and said, I know what my issues are. What do I do now? And that's where release comes in. And that's where we take that stale energy, that, that backup of stuff in us, and we actually move it through a modality to get the energy out of our body. And there's many, many, many different modalities that do that. Meditation, yoga, 
um, light healing, Reiki, all these different forms, Ho'oponopono, you know, like different healing techniques that we have to actually get the energy out of your body and return it to the divine. So I like to say I'm a spiritual recycler. You know, I don't just, if I find negative energy in me, I don't just put it back out into the universe. I allow it to go back to the divine to be recycled back into light. So that's release. We have release. That's the second R. Then we have the third R, which is reprogram or affirmations mm-hmm. as many are uh, familiar with. And that's where we actually, we have space now. We've recognized root wound. We've cleaned out a room and now we can call in new energy. And that's all affirmations are, is calling in new energy. But the problem and where a lot of spiritual bypassing comes in is people are calling in that new energy before they've cleaned out the room. So I like to say, it's like buying furniture before you've gotten rid of the old, all of a sudden you're hoarding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then the two frequencies uh, compete with each other. So you, you have more clutter than you have clarity. Mm -hmm. So we release the energy, then we reprogram the space and it starts to anchor in and settle in because there is the space, the room for it actually to take hold. And then we have the final R, which is um, radiate or raise your vibration. And that's, you know, it's, so it's that authentic journey of doing the work so that you start to radiate and raise your vibration at a higher level. Yeah, no, thank you so much for, for sharing all this. And, and I love to to have you because I explained in a very similar way myself. And it took, because it, I had years and years of doing the mindset work, right? And I took programs and programs where I was like, oh, you need to figure out what you want and have a goal in mind. And yeah, hammering in affirmations and positive things about yourself and keep reading them. And it felt so off, right? And then like, and then I love how you call it the four R's, right? To, to really clean out, the, clean out the gunk. I think you wrote that um, in, the, in the notes. So I, then I, I realized it's those, that's emotional baggage that's stuck deep down and that I'm not really aware of, right? And that's when everything started to happen. I mean, that's really, and it, it requires, let's talk about slowing down, right? If we don't slow down, because that requires a lot of patience. It, it requires time and there is no, oh, you're gonna have a deep release session once and it's gonna be done. It's really requires commitment to be your best self. And because it's a lot of uncomfortable stuff that comes up, right? So, so what's your experience mm-hmm. with, um, and also in particular, I love that you have a master's in psychology, right? Transpersonal mm-hmm. psychology. So I, I really love that you have that background because, um, of course, I don't want to, therapists have their place, psychologists have their place, right? But there's always like, like a limit. And like, how, how do you go about, and actually, I also have a question for you about, there is this hype word now out there being trauma informed, right? And I actually see a lot of not so good energy out there about that because people are like oh if you are not this you have no right in the world to do this and if you're just just a coach right um however I mean I have felt I mean this has for me for example it has been my own journey right and this is all at the end of the day it's trauma work right because for me anytime my safety my lovability my belonging when I was a child got somehow hurt which it was just, oh, I spilled the milk and mom got mad at me, traumatized, right, in some way. So I would like to hear your take on that and maybe a little bit of a touchy 
subject that I really would like to kind of talk about in a very loving and compassionate way. So, because I think many coaches, sometimes they get so intimidated, like, I can't do this because I didn't major in this, or I didn't go to Mm -hmm. this school for this X amount of years. Um, But hey, your clients have these amazing results. And so I would love to have your, your take on that. Yeah. And so, you know, the way that I always, when I ever, I talk about trauma, because I think there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of energy around that word. There's a lot of energy in people when this topic comes up. Um, and what I like to say is like, let's just, let's just break it down. Let's slow down (laughs) and recognize that all that trauma means is that there was an external trigger and the fight or flight response started Mm. And it didn't complete itself. That's it. So you have this fight or flight in you, which is fight, flight, freeze, or hide. That is continuing to fire, always looking for a way to shut itself off. And then the human experiences that as reactions and triggers and emotions that don't feel good. Mm. So when we do trauma work um, and, and you, I mean, there are trauma trained therapist, but there are also people that have done their own trauma work Mm. that have such a good handle on that darkness and can show you how to spin it out of your system. Mm. Um, so what I like to say is, is where you get your confidence as a coach or as a, as a qualified, um, psychologist even is when you have taken it into your internal playground and you understand the moves and the equipment there. Um, so anyways, my take on doing trauma work, um, is to do it yourself, Mm -hmm. find your own traumas, turn them off, experience what it feels like to have the nervous system calm. Mm-hmm. And then the calmer it gets, the more work you can do, and it gets calmer and calmer and calmer. Therefore, when you're in in the midst of working with a client, it's comfortable because you've been there yourself, so you you know the terrain a little bit better. Yeah, no, I, I really love that because I also when I first started my coaching journey, um, they always said you're basically in fourth grade and your client is in third grade, so we gotta be ahead of them in some way or form, right? Because otherwise, you can't hold that energy you can't hold the container for them and I totally now I mean now that you are talking it's so true because I also feel like I can hold such a space for people I'm, I'm not I have heard all the stories like no, nothing really scares me anymore um and because I've done the work myself and I continue I continue to do so and have also experienced over like two three years now how the type of client I attract has up leveled with me in, in some way or form, right? <laughs> and not, not to just discount any anybody's experience or where they're at, but I have really like, wow, like you start to attract more high level like people. And you can even like have a really like six-figure success in your business, right? And and still work with a person that has been through the trauma work and they can take them whatever is holding them back from reaching that that next level there, right? Um, so yeah, I think that's a really, really, really important perspective. And I think that's in general in coaching, right? Like you can only take your clients as far as you've taken yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's so important to, I, I teach all my coaches in, in my program, like you are your first client. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if you haven't gone to the depth of your tears, how are you going to sit with somebody at the edge of theirs? You yeah. know, it's, it's that authenticity and there's nothing that builds more true confidence than being authentic and really knowing yourself. Cause if you know yourself and somebody else insults you, it just doesn't sting that bad because <laughs> You know, what you think of me is none of my business. Mm-hmm. That's that's on you. You're just sharing your internal stuff. You're just putting my name on top of it. But I know who I am. I'm the only one that can define me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's so true because I have noticed that myself, the more I have done the work, you don't get triggered anymore. It's just like, and you can lovingly, even though you may hear nasty stuff, it's just, okay, that's nothing about me. Because hurt people hurt people, right? We know that as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really beautiful and and the most transformative um, transformative sessions they really happen where the most uncomfortable stuff comes out right where tears are coming out and we are being authentically honest with our biggest fears our biggest hurts our biggest pains and we have that safe space to lovingly accept that and release it and then reprogram and then radiate out into the world right so i already got your yeah Yeah, yeah. I love it. Perfect. And um, so if anybody's interested to dive into your certification program, like how does it work? Are there any requirements? How long is it? Uh, what's the journey? Are there different kind of levels? Like what does it look like? Yeah. So we, our certification is a five-month intensive. Um, it's not easy. It's not designed to be easy. It is designed you're earning a certificate. You're not being given anything because you've showed up. Mm-hmm. You are showing up, you are doing the work and you are earning it. And it's just so profound what I get to see transpire through this because I, I mean, I, I created the program with spirit. You know, it, it was not just me. It's, mm-hmm. it's this like divine team that works with us that mm-hmm. is just pretty exceptional. Um, so we start out with something called the retreat week and retreat week is where we go through one lesson a day. This is an eight day process. Um, and we go through one lesson a day that they can incorporate anytime into their day. It's about an hour worth of work where there's a lesson and then an internal practice session or some kind of activity that they do. Um, and we meet three times live that week. Um, and we go through the four hours process. We do one hour a day so they can really dive into it. And they're going through one of their own actual issues so they can truly understand the work and how it works. Um, and then we move into our coursework, which is uh, unlocked on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have four modules. We have the module one is inner healing, where we really dive within to the inner domain and teach them how to deeply engage with their inner self and heal blocks, heal emotions, heal memories, all that kind of stuff. The second module is spiritual awareness. And that's where we really dive into a lot of different spiritual theories and concepts. Um, and as well as doing our own release work and making sure that we're continuing to move ourselves through this process. I'd like to say also is that the four R's, while it sounds linear, you know, we move through one at a time. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes people need to get a a taste of radiance in order to motivate them to release. So it, it moves, it fluctuates. And the program kind of shows you that we do lots of different techniques Um, not really in order to show 
how to be in that organic container. Then we move into spiritual visioning and we get that vision of what your soul really wants to work out and live on this planet. Um, And then the final module is becoming a coach. And that's where we, um, you know, really define the offer and the work that they want to do in the world and what that looks like and how they translate it and what defining how much they're going to charge and what their business is called and writing their bio and building a website and kind of getting them um, started Mm -hmm. so that they are ready to step out upon graduation uh, with a client that, you know, you're ready to go. Yeah. Well, wow, that's amazing because it's not it's not just a certification and then what it's also like a business training in a way to help them really get get out into the world. That's amazing, perfect. And you have certain start dates in the year, or can they start yeah. anytime? Yeah, we do. Um, we typically do a for women. We also have this for men, which I'm really excited because I don't market for the the men's cohort at all. Um, I just let them show up and they're starting to show up. So I have one in January that's starting for men and that's, that's typically every two years I do a men's Mm -hmm. cohort. So it's not often. So, um, but then I have, uh, in typically in the year, we do a January, a May and an August cohort. So, um, all those cohorts graduate within that year. Uh, the, the August cohort graduates right before Christmas. Uh, the May cohort graduates in o- October and the January cohort graduates in May. So, awesome. And then to get in touch with you, right? It's Awaken with Sophie on Instagram or Facebook and it's awakencollective.com or awakenwithsophie.com is also your website. So that's how they yes. can get in touch with you. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Awaken with Sophie across the board. Yeah. And <laughs> you have the, the Awaken. I, I love that. I love that name. It's so beautiful. So awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And now um, I wanted to also chat a little bit with you about, in particular more about, you know, slowing down, being a mom and a little bit about your human design. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. So I have to say just for the listener, Sophie does not know that much right yet about human design. So this is, but she's really intrigued and somehow her body, her soul is kind of like, "Hmm, I want to know more about that. Um, so you are, um, Sophie is a one, three emotional projector in human design. And one of the things that really stands out, you're very open. So in human design, basically we have different energies in our human design chart, right? And some energies, uh, we have consistent access to, this is what we call in human design defined, Uh, that when you see your body graph, everything will be colored in in your chart that is defined. And those energies, basically, you have consistent access to, you send them out into the world, and they will be very, very familiar to you. Then everything that we we call undefined is basically anything that's white. And it's like a coloring book when a child and it's not colored in, right? That's kind Mm -hmm. of how it will look like when you see it. And the first impression often that people have is like, oh, I'm missing something. It's not finished. It's not done yet, right? But That's not what it means at all. It's just that you experience this energy in a different way. It's more fluid. It's more variety. You actually pick up this energy from other people and can feel it in different ways and can try it out here and there. And you can amplify those kind of energies and then they're gone, right? It's it's like you actually can become really, really wise about those energies. And yes, they can be a little bit more challenging at times because it's not as familiar, right? It's not as consistent in that sense. And you're very, like you have three of your centers are defined and six are open or undefined. So 
you you are in, in general a very sensitive person which which also i mean you being a healer is totally totally on point just for, for that and because we're talking about slowing down in this podcast here a lot right and you have already shared right this whole inner healing work without slowing down let's not even get started right <laughs> it's, it's not because it's we have to calm down our nervous system and and all of that so being a projector one of the biggest things is that so being a projector very often the sentence projectors will hear is like being lazy and I don't know if you have ever associated that for yourself, but the way this comes up a lot is because we live in this world of working nine to five, being busy and working by the hour, right? That's kind of what we, that's what we're meant to do. And working hard is this, this paradigm most of us has grown up with, right? Now, being a projector means that you don't have consistent access to the sacral energy, which is the life workforce energy, right? So, what it means instead is that you have this energy in greater variability. So sometimes you amplify sacral energy from the other beings around you and 70% of humans actually have the sacral energy defined and you can amplify this energy for a limited period of time. And then you are on fire, you get things done like really fast and other people are like, how did she just do that, right? But then you will notice that that energy is not sustainable for you. Like you cannot keep mm -hmm. going like that, right? And so knowing when enough is enough for you is super, super, super duper crucial. Um, and then allowing yourself to actually take time off to rest. And they can literally be for days. It could be for a week because being in this high energy that you can amplify at times and being mega productive, right? Like for example, you could, get something done in a day let's say you work in corporate right you get something done in a day and you put all your soul and your energy into everything but then you can't just stay home for four days even though you may get done as much as everybody else in a week in a day right that's not how we so that that's that's kind of why um it's such a relief so <coughs> i want to hear from you as well like how does that land for you? How does that resonate with you? Kind of just knowing this little nugget about your human design and like, what's the kind of aha moment for you or permission for yourself? Yeah. I mean, I think that the whole way that you described energy, you know, it's like, sometimes I feel like um, by the end of the week, which is Thursday, you know, we, we do a four day work week at Awaken. Um, Friday is like an admin day for me and no one's, no one else is working. Um, I, I have so much energy. I, I call it like light energy where I'm almost like vibrating and I feel so clean and clear, but it's like really, really, really heightened. <laughs> um, and yeah. I mean, I, I typically like do rest on the weekends. Um, and I feel like that like shifts that energy a little bit. So I, I can see how I probably need to rest a little sooner <laughs> than pushing it all week. You know, so as you were talking about that energy, I was kind of thinking about that pattern, how I like by, by the time I get to Friday, you know, I like shut down the engines and I'll rest more. Um, but I've often thought, you know, a midweek, a Wednesday, like I know people that have schedules like Wednesdays off, right? So they'll work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and they have that like split to rest in midweek. It's a little bit different when you have kids, but um, <laughs> I, it's just, 
time. Yeah. It's just interesting to hear that. It makes it makes my wheels start turning about my patterns and my tendencies and you know it being a new year it's like it's a good time to look at all of it and shift what's not working. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, and and human design is really cuz when I have readings for example with people that are interested to know more about their human design it's always like they they share with me that they kind of knew this about themselves. But, you know, the conditioning, but they, they didn't fully trust that that was normal because, whoa, but everybody is different and I'm supposed to have more energy. I'm supposed to be like everybody else, right? We still like, because that's kind of what we have seen from society. That's what we grew up, what our parents taught us and they didn't know any better, right? So it's, um, it's quite amazing. And especially being an entrepreneur, right? And also being a mom, because as we just said, like, we kind of have to be functioning 24 seven, right? And then also I can imagine, since we were talking about mom guilt, right? Like, yeah, we may feel actually guilty to, well, take a nap in the afternoon or feel guilty mm-hmm. to like, you know what? I'm just going to take a whole week off in the middle of the year when there is no holidays or whatsoever, right? So, yeah, I mean, do you give yourself permission on a regular basis to really when your body's asking you to slow down to do it or is there still like an inner kind of ah, I just need to keep going anyways um yeah I mean I'm pretty routined so I I let the routine kind of guide my energy um which has really benefited me in a lot of ways but I can see ways where it it makes me not listen to those moments where I need to slow down a little bit more mm-hmm. um yeah I I definitely think it's it's an area of improvement for me to just really honor that um you know I I at the beginning of my career I just always said, I'm not working Fridays. I don't believe in this five day work week. I don't know what, yeah. So I've never worked Fridays. Like, I mean, granted, yes, I'll do, I'll do some things, but I, I mean, I also love my work. I love what I do. I, it doesn't feel like work. Most of the time, there's definitely things that I have to do as an entrepreneur that are not my, you know, the top of my list in terms of passion and fulfillment, but you know, you, you got to do things. Um, so I kind of always built that in that four day work week, actually, before I even started my business, my very last job, I uh, was in a review with my boss. And rather than asking for a raise, I asked for Fridays off. Mm. I was like, I want you to pay me the same, but I want you to understand I'm going to get all the work I need to get done in a four day work week. And I want Fridays off. That's I mean, that what I pitched. Perfect being a projector seriously this is so awesome and can you imagine that because I'm also really passionate about bringing human design more into corporations because if we get to have people live out their natural energetic blueprint because we are all different again I mean this is just brilliant seriously like and and that's also shows me like how you knew right even though you didn't know anything about your human design in particular at the time but you knew like no I don't because if I work, but have the money, like what's the money, right? If, if we feel exhausted mm-hmm. and drained and burned out, but you're like the most valuable thing to me is just to have a day off so I can re- yeah. recharge and be my, my best self. Yeah. And there's, there's 
interesting things that recharge me. You know, like one of the things I originally talked about in, in when I wrote a book back in 2012, which was all based on uh, healing your issues with food, um, is I would have people write a feel good list because you need to be in touch with what really recharges you and fills you back up. And you may have some weird things on there that other people don't get, but mm-hmm. if it gives you that sense of accomplishment or satisfaction, that that needs to be noted. You need to be aware of what those things are. And um, so there's things that really do recharge me that are more action-based, but the accomplishment that I get back from it is so satisfying that it feels like it actually resets me. Um, and the more, you know, the more I meditate, I'm an, uh, an avid meditator. I don't, I don't skip a day. I haven't skipped a day in probably 900 days. I have actually a tracker that counts it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's just a part of me, like the less sleep I need. I used to need a lot of sleep. Um, and I just, I don't use an alarm or anything, but I'm an early riser, like four, four, four thirty, And I just love being in that meditative space and doing my healing work. And I find that to be very recharging and it's, it's as important to me as a shower. Like I, I don't miss a day no matter what. So I love it. You definitely, definitely built that habit. So amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And um, what's like one final thing that you want to, like a, either a favorite sentence, favorite learning lesson or anything like, especially for mom entrepreneurs um, that you have taken from your journey and from your experience? Oh, favorite. Um, one of my favorite quotes is when the voice and the vision are more profound on the inside than the opinions and beliefs of others on the outside, you've mastered your life. Mm. Oh yeah. That's so good. I love that. I love the way that makes me feel. And I love the experience. Like there's times where I will be met with, with the voice and the vision on the outside that is judgmental or is ridiculing or critical. And I just inwardly, I'm like, but you can't define me. Only I can define me. And there's an, an, a sense of true self love and empowerment in that moment. And I just love it. And I, I'm a work in progress. You know, I don't have that at every turn of every day, but that's the goal, right? Is to anchor in to that place where the voice and the vision on the inside of me are more profound than anything ex- more externally. No, I love that. And I, and I think we all will always be work in progress, right? Because otherwise it's boring if I'm if I'm all done. Like so no, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and that's really the true embodiment of confidence, right? When we trust that what our heart is speaking, what's coming from the inside, because that's really what happens, right? When we are doing what everybody else is saying, we're running around like crazy chickens and not getting done anything, but we're being busy and getting burned out. And because everybody has a different opinion, anyways, right? <laughs> so yeah. yeah. No, I, I really, really love that quote. So thank you so much for sharing that. And um, thank you for being here. This was a very, very enlightening conversation. And again, feel free. It's also going to be in the show notes, how to get in touch with Sophie. Um, Awaken with Sophie, and that's her, her company name. If you're interested to learn more about what she does um, in terms of one-on-one work, if you decide to get certified, really, really feel free to reach out to her. So Thank you so much, Sophie. It was such an honor and such a pleasure to have you. Oh, thank you so much. It was quite the honor to be here. So I appreciate you opening up this podcast and sharing your your work with so many. 
Yes, that's that's my inner voice. So um, I have the courage to follow that. And thank you for being part of that so early on. So thank you, everybody. And we'll see you or hear you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.